0: Are you tired of the non-stop hustle and grind? Welcome to Life in Business, the podcast for business owners who want success without sacrificing life. I'm Libby Langley, your host, award-winning no-BS straight-talking business coach, Amazon best-selling author, and the queen of easy business. Join me to learn simple and practical strategies for growing your business, your profits, and your confidence, and for having fun too. Here's this week's episode. Hello, Libby Langley here, your podcast host of Life in Business. How are you today? I hope that you are very well and your week is going nicely. And if it's not, you're in the right place because today I am talking to you about mistakes. Oy oy oy, mistakes we have made. Now I'm not talking about the um boy that you went out with when you were 19. <laughs> <laughs> although I could do a whole different episode on um, in, unsuitable boys that I've been out with, I think, but it's not really the focus of my podcast, but, um, you know, if you want to hear one about that, then just message me on Instagram, at Libby Langley, and I can always slot one in, in as a little fun episode there, about life mistakes, Libby's life mistakes and what I've learned from it. But, no, today I'm talking specifically about business mistakes, now, we all make them, right? We all make them, and we probably make little tiny ones every day, but a lot of them don't bother us. But it's these, like, bigger oh ones that people might notice that really kind of matter, and some of them are catastrophic. I mean, you know, sometimes there are mistakes that you make that will you know, it could cost you a lot of money, right? And I've made some of those too, which I'm going to talk talk about. But it's all like, it's all a kind of rite of passage of business. And ultimately, in the long run and in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. And really today is about reassuring you that this is perfectly normal. We all do it. Shit happens. And it's the way you deal with it and what you do as a result of the mistake that kind of matters, And so that's what I'm going to be talking about today and helping you with. Now, I wouldn't be able to talk about mistakes unless I touched on perfectionism. Perfectionism is something that kind of paralyzes business owners, to be honest. We want everything to be absolutely right. We want everything to be perfect. And sometimes that can kind of stop us doing things, right? Perfectionism can, you can be paralyzed by perfectionism. And certainly in my case, if you couple that with autism and being an Enneagram Five, where you know we like to know things, we like to do things right. You know, mistakes are not the friend of a perfect, recovering, recovering perfectionist, an autistic Enneagram Five. Let me just tell you that. And you might that might kind of resonate with you because you might think, oh, mistakes, are gone. oh, god, no, I don't want to make any mistakes. I don't. That just. Uh. But believe you me, we do all make them. And. I think certainly when I've made mistakes, oh, I mean, you know, I'm from a family, right, that if I make a a typo in a social media post, I'll get a text from my uh, brother saying, oh, I think you meant this word instead of this word. It's like so there's that to kind of deal with. But ultimately, I mean, it doesn't matter. You make a typo in a post, who the hell cares? As long as your message is good, is sound, resonates with your audience, it doesn't matter a jot, really, in the long run. And like I say, that's coming from someone who, you know, notices grammar grammar errors and is from a family that will just tell you that you've made a mistake, so that's nice. But I'm not talking about that kind of stuff you know, that that kind of stuff doesn't matter. I'm talking about, like, humdingers of mistakes. And the biggest one I've made in business, still, if I think about it, it's just like, oh, my God. But it was years ago. I mean, I don't remember. I still had my office and if I remember rightly I was in my very first office which I got in 2000 and very early in 2013 so I've been in business about 14 months when I got my first office and I was in there for a about six or seven months, so it must be 2013, right? So that's 10 years, okay, and this still haunts me, this mistake. I'd been to America to a conference and had got booked for some training to deliver some LinkedIn training, actually, for a company in Lincoln, an hour or an hour and a half away from where I was based, yeah, to deliver some LinkedIn training for this company. And I was in America when I got this email through, so I put it in my calendar at the agreed time. But then... It didn't automatically update to the time zone. It does, it kind of does that now. You can choose your time zone, it didn't then. And I'd put this training in for, I think the Friday afternoon. It wasn't the Friday afternoon. It was the Friday morning. And the Thursday night, I'd been out to a... I was in a networking group then that was a real amazing business and friendship group. And we'd been out the night before for a kind of social event and we'd been to our local Mexican restaurant and we'd had tequila and everything. You know, it was a hell of a night. So I was a little bit hungover. I was 10 years younger then, so it didn't bother me as much. But I was a little bit hungover and I remember just being in the office thinking, thank God, I don't have to go till this afternoon. And the phone rang and I'm like, I'm not getting that, just ignore that. And reception phoned up, so oh, somebody needs me. And I, um, it was the company, where are you? They thought I was going to be there at half nine, I thought I was going to be there at half one. So I ended up going that afternoon and by way of rectifying my catastrophic mistake, I went and gave another session for free to the people who couldn't come to the afternoon one. So it cost me time and money. Um, I can't remember what I charged then, probably 350 quid or something for an afternoon session. And yeah, so it cost, so I lost out, but I maintained a good relationship with the company. It was fine. And I went on to do further work with them. But yeah, I still don't understand how I made that mistake but it was fine. It didn't matter. It only mattered to me. I I just put it right. I mean, I say these things happen. Okay. So I understand if you are crippled by mistakes that you make because believe you me, so am I internally, but externally, and this is what I can help you with is the way that you deal with this and what actually kind of matters and keeping things in perspective. Right. So mistakes, that some mistakes that you might make, you might send emails with links that don't work. You might mess up in a video. You might, you know, I don't know, do an Instagram Live and half of what you say doesn't make any sense, right? But there are opportunities from these kind of mistakes, right? If you send an email either to the wrong group of people or you send it with a link that doesn't work or something like that, you can resend the email. And if you sent it to the wrong group of people, you can then send them another email to say, whoops, you really shouldn't have got that because you've already bought this. But how about you, you know, I'm so excited about Running this offer, whatever. um How about you tell some other people about it, and I'll give you, I'll give you a kickback if you do. You know, there's an opportunity there to kind of upsell, or certainly to just start a conversation. And quite often, ugh, it is a bit of a marketing tactic, actually, that you send something out and then you send out another one. To say, "Oopsie, I made a mistake," and here's the right link. And actually, you only send the, oopsie, I made a mistake, to the people who didn't open the email. And that's a cynical view of, of all of this. But actually, I'm talking about if you make a genuine mistake, then you can just resend it and say, whoopsie, I'm a, I am ai made a mistake, right? And it's fine. People don't care. It is what happens. And if you mess up in a video, then create a bloopers reel, you know. Highlight the fact that you sometimes, there's some words that you can't pronounce or strategy is strategist is one, strategy and strategists Look, see, I can't say it. And it's a word that I use all the time. It's the fundamental core of what I work on with my clients. And yet strategy, just strategist is just, it's just a word that I find really difficult to say. So, you know, you can create a blooper reel of the fact that you can't say this word and you can make a good business message about it, about the irony that it's something that you do, or if it's a really funny blooper reel or there's lots of swearing or something. You know, this stuff is kind of quite engaging to put out sometimes if you want to share content like that. So it's never a kind of waste if you mess up in your videos. And certainly... The mistakes, making mistakes can lead to opportunities because you can tell people about the mistake as a learning experience. You know, I mean, I shared with you the training that I put in at the wrong time in my calendar and what I did as a result of it and the fact that it didn't matter in the long run because I had a good working relationship with this company and they, you know, they were fine. I I, I rectified it. I can share that as a learning experience experience to reassure you that it's unlikely unless you're a you know heart surgeon or something that a mistake is going to be life or death right we've got to keep things in perspective here as to how much this actually matters in the grand scheme of things people might be a bit pissed off or I don't know think oh didn't expect that from them but it's how you it's what you do next that really sets you apart from other people in terms of your professionalism, in terms of your reputation and in terms of your kind of business business growth. There are lots of kind of learning, I don't know, things I've learned over the years from launching products and services. Services, really, particularly. And launching is something that I have a kind of, hate relationship with not even love hate but launching is something not something that I particularly enjoy because I guess I get really excited about the idea and that's for me the bit that sort of matters is the planning and the pulling it together and then telling people about it I kind of often lose interest in that and that certainly is some of the mistakes that I've made when it comes to launching a new service Now, I've launched things and then almost immediately unlaunched them. So last year, the summer of 2020, I think, or was it 2021? It might have been 2020, 2022, I don't even know what year it is. Summer of 2022, I think, I decided to launch a community for people and it was 20 pounds a month something like that and there was going to be kind of an online networking meeting and a Facebook group it was it was a way for women particularly who worked at home alone in their businesses to have a support community and I felt like this was you know I felt like this was a good idea and I launched it and I had some people sign up but almost immediately I was like this is not right for me to do This is not something that I want to to run. You know, I want to support people individually in their businesses and help them grow and develop and make more money and work fewer hours. I don't want to be running a a kind of support community. And so I ran it for a month and then I just cancelled it. And I never did any other marketing other than that initial, initial launch. And certainly one of the people who's in that who was who signed up for that community has gone on to work with me on a one-to-one basis so it kind of doesn't matter and i am very open and honest about the things that i've done that have worked and also the things that have not worked because actually the things that haven't worked is arguably more interesting just saying you know i launched this thing and i made 30 grand and wasn't that brilliant i don't know to me i i think there's less of a lesson in that because i don't know i don't know why but perhaps because you're more polished you've got a better team behind you you've made all the mistakes to be able to get to the successful launch and it is the mistakes that can help everybody else have a really good learning experience so last year I launched something and then unlaunched it I've got a feeling there was something I there was another group program that I thought about about 12 months ago and launched it by email and then sent an email the next day to say do you know what this isn't right I don't want to do it and I actually got a couple of replies from people to say yeah, you like working with one-to-one people and you cancelled all your group programmes. So I was a bit surprised to get this email and I'm like, yeah, just had an idea and decided to act on it. And that is a fatal mistake in business. (laughs) So if you have an idea, sleep on it for 24 hours, for 48 hours, and then see how you feel about it. Because for those of us with neurodivergent brains, with ADHD, with... ideas are plenty, then actually acting on every idea is just going to make you busy, it's going to make your brand diluted, it's going to cause you headaches, it's going to just lead to a shit ton more work, which is not how you want your business to be. So sleep on ideas, sleep on ideas. And if you focus on one thing and keep talking about it, uh, for me, one-to-one sport one-to-one coaching, one-to-one mentoring, then that's what you kind of get known for. And it is much, much easier. But launching these things, so I mean, yes, that was, wow, that was two things last year that I launched, then unlaunched. (laughs) So it's probably a record for me, two in one year. But It's all about finding your feet in business. It's all about finding what works for you, what you enjoy, what you don't enjoy, what you want to do, what the response of your audience is, what your audience wants. And so there's no harm done, right? And for me, certainly as a business coach, making these mistakes is kind of part of what I need to do in order to be able to share real talk with you and share the experience of well this didn't go according to plan and analyzing it it's abcde that you can learn from it so it kind of it kind of doesn't doesn't it doesn't matter you know it just doesn't matter and i've also launched stuff over the years where nobody's bought You know, so you just quietly never mention it again. And I don't know if that's a mistake as such. Um, I suppose the mistake would be either that there's something wrong in the launch plan or the product service isn't what people wanted so there was a lack of market research. But still, you know, it doesn't matter. It's just the important lesson from this really is to do your market research. Do not build something before you've got some people signed up and you've got some interest for it because you could spend months behind the scenes working on something and never tell anybody about it. So you're, you're, you're doing all the back-end work and you have zero idea if it's actually going to come to fruition if anybody's got, want to want to buy it. I had a client that I worked with, I think, earlier on this year and she'd already spent a year working on a program an educational program for people which is it was a brilliant idea but she'd already spent a year working on it and so we were trying to we were talking about ways to market it and and what to do but the trouble is if you have this perfectionism streak that you don't recognize or you don't in some way kind of makes some moves towards, towards changing, towards feeling differently about things. You can just spend your entire time building something and building something and building something. And that is an utter waste of your time. It might be interesting, but it's an utter waste of time because the thing that you need to do is focus on marketing and selling, you know, helping people in exchange for money. That's the entire nature of a business. So, yeah, a big mistake is to build stuff, build stuff before, and never launching or having an idea and launching, <laughs> Libby, having an idea and launching it without actually thinking whether it was a good fit in the business or a good fit for your clients or actually any, something that you wanted to do. So, there you go. And mistakes in running a business, oi, 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 I mean, mistakes I have made. And a lot of it was, a lot of them are big, I guess, were in the early days. But certainly they were about not, you know, just learning, right? It was new to business, so naive in business and just learning and making these mistakes and not setting boundaries. There's one particular experience that I remember where, which I've talked about before, but where I there was somebody I knew through networking who was interested in having a website. And at the time, I did social media management and I worked with a web designer to kind of uh, white-label websites for people as well on a monthly monthly payment basis. And so I went to a meeting with her, all fine. She wanted to double-check it with her husband. And could I go back one evening to talk to her husband? And I'm like... (laughs) But I did because I was really new to business and he wanted two websites for the price of um, one and all sorts of things. And it was an utter nightmare. And I ended the relationship because he called me very aggressively one Saturday And I made the mistake of answering the phone and it was over the tiniest, I think it was a typo, can't remember now, tiniest thing on the website that could easily have been corrected on the Monday. He could have just emailed, but I had this kind of vitriol from him by phone and I just thought, I'm not working with someone like that. So the mistake I made there was not listening to my gut and not paying attention to the red flags. But there was a really valuable lesson because I never did that again. Yeah, so not listening to your gut is, is a huge mistake. But once you have made that mistake, you won't make it again and you will put the boundaries in place and you will know whether a client is the right kind of client or not. And also paying for stuff you don't need. Be that staff. Be that an expensive office. Be that software. Be that branding shoots. You know, all this stuff that it's very easy to pay for because it's what we should do in business, what we're told that we need and we're told to do. You don't need to do any of it, you know. You don't, you just don't need to do it. If you've got a simple, functional website, you've got a few nice photos of yourself, you can take them yourself. You know, professional photos are better, but you don't need to have a big, expensive, flashy branding shoot every year. I, I have a very dear friend, business friend, who she the way she kind of expresses herself emotionally is by paying for for new branding shoots. And I say to her, you don't need to do this. I know that you love them and I know you enjoy them and I know that they make you feel better, but you don't need to do them. (laughs) You know, the the most important thing is telling people what you do and how they can pay you for that. And it's easy to sometimes just lose sight of that. So certainly spending a lot of money on things that ain't going to make no difference is a mistake that it's is one of the hardest ones to kind of get through and get over, actually. Because it is, it's all that's almost like the kind of confidence boost or the perfectionism or the imposter syndrome or the self-doubt, all of these things coming to the fore. And if I, you know, if I just, if I just have a better website, if I just have some more photos done that really reflect me, if I just buy this software it's going to save me loads of time and energy and it's probably not I'm all for automation and I've done episodes podcast episodes on automation before but you know there are often cheaper simpler easier ways and the more simple you make your business the more it's going to be easy to run the more people are going to know what you do and understand what you do and the more people are going to buy from you so simplicity is absolutely the key there and I think really Kind of the important message here about turning mistakes into positives is that no one notices but you. No one notices these mistakes but you, pretty much. And if you focus on what the external world sees... That's actually a healthier way of dealing with, dealing with things. So, for example, that training where I turned up at the wrong time or didn't turn up, I was dying. I mean, I still, I do still think about it and I still die inside. But because the client was satisfied that I'd rectified everything, end of the matter, end of the matter externally. And then you can work on how you feel yourself and why it makes you feel like that. But externally and in terms of your business, job done. Okay, so that's what it's important to focus on that no one really notices by but but you and once you've rectified it, fine. And there's things, tools that you can use as well. You know, if you're concerned about your spelling, I have a client who's dyslexic, and we've talked about her using Chat GPT to help her write her social media posts. Not to to write them, but if she writes something, puts it in and says, Can you check the spelling for me? that cuts out a lot of kind of worry and stress for her and and mistakes, right? In the literal terms of spelling mistakes. But so there are tools that can help you minimise the kind of external mistakes. And if you're doing a podcast or you're on stage doing uh, speaking, two things that obviously I do a podcast every week and I speak on stage. I love speaking on stage at events. And no one knows what you're going to say, right? They'll know the topic of what you're talking about, you know, the title of the podcast episode or the topic of the talk that you're giving on stage, but they don't know what the content is. And so if you make a mistake or go off on a tangent or forget your point and say something else instead, nobody knows. And you're an expert in your field, so you have enough knowledge in your head to be able to, just keep it kind of on track. Yeah. And I have, I have notes for every podcast meeting. I have notes when I go on stage, but doesn't mean I don't have a a good idea while I'm talking and add that in as well, (laughs) because I've been doing this for what coming up for 12 years now. And I've worked with over 6,000 business owners and I have tons of my own experience to draw on as well as my client experience. And so that's all content it's all content and something pops into your head and that's not a mistake that makes you a brilliant a, a brilliant business owner a brilliant person a brilliant practitioner yeah and that's all really super super important to remember that all of these mistakes are all okay they're all learning experiences they all make you better and I would not make the same mistakes that I made at the start of my business journey but if I hadn't have made those mistakes at the start of my business journey I wouldn't be able to talk to you the way I can talk to you today and I wouldn't be able to support my clients in the way that I support them so it's all just part of the wonderful diverse business journey that we all go on and it's great so your mistakes ultimately end up being positives and make you a better person and make you a better business owner and that's what I want you to remember so if you if this has inspired you and actually and you want to talk to me about this then you can book a clarity call with me a mini a mini mini clarity boost strategy session with me 30 minutes 50 pounds and you will get so much value from that that will far outweigh the financial investment that you make so if you go to libbylangley.com slash boost i'll put the link in the show notes then you can book a session with me and we can talk about the mistakes that you've made and how to make them a positive part of your future strategy and i think that's really really important for you to do is to not dwell on these things but see how you can learn from them and grow from them so i'm there i'm here i'm available for 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 calls to support you with that thank you very much for joining me today as ever No mistake is a bad thing. And I will see you next week. Lots of love. Thank you for listening to Life in Business. Please make sure that you subscribe or follow so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you enjoyed today's show, please leave a review as it helps others to find the podcast and spread the word that there's an easier way to do business. If you want to chat with me about today's episode or suggest a topic for the future, I would love to hear from you. You can find me on Instagram at Libby Langley. See you next week.